Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX, not even occasionally known as full-time, committed, paper-pushing mayor of PHNX. And I'm happy to be that for you all. And of course, this show is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook app is America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can jump on there right now and use our code of PHNX. For betting $5 on any NFL team, you will get $200 in free bets if that team wins. Again, just $5. Uh, I'll tell you this much. We were talking uh, a lot today about the Cardinals and their next matchup against the Texans. They're favored by 17 points currently. Might be a good time to drop that $5 bet on the money line. Don't worry about that. Uh, don't worry about that, that, that covering that spread. Just drop it on the money line, but you guys can do what you want and have a good time on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Of course, I am happy to have you guys here for a little baseball talk. I am joined by my vice, uh, vice mayor, the only one, the only Jesse Friedman. Derek, I'm a big Braves fan today. How about you? We all (laughs) are, Jesse. We (laughs) all are. Holy shit. What a series that we are seeing right now. We asked the question just on this podcast on Friday about who was going to beat the Dodgers. We were obviously immediately overlooking the Braves. Uh, the Braves have, have you know, had a great run here at the end. They have a really good team. They've experienced some injuries. So I think that's why uh, without Acuna, Acuna, I think a lot of people just kind of wrote them off. But I mean, man, they have really stepped up and delivered against the Dodgers team. They really have. I mean, in in dramatic fashion, no less, right? I mean, back to back walk offs. I mean, this has been super, it's, super fun. To it's watch. October, Jesse. It's October. It really is. It, I mean, <laughs> I always love the postseason, Derek, and I'm sure you do too. You know, even in years where the where the Diamondbacks aren't in there, it's always just fun to watch. But this year has been something else, man. I mean, there's been there have been a lot of close games. I feel like pretty much every game I tune into, at least it feels like. Uh, you know, comes right down to the wire. And and that's really what creates, you know, lasting memories in baseball is when we have moments like this in the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, I I don't want to get too carried away with this because the Braves were in a very similar situation last year facing the Dodgers. They had a three to one lead in that series and they ultimately lost the series four games to three. Correct. So I don't want to like, let's not go too far. I mean, we're going back to Dodger stadium, right? I mean, this is, this is still a really tough fight for the Braves against the sure. team that is just has absurd talent. Um, but I think we're seeing the NLDS kind of wear on the Dodgers a little bit after everything that they had to do to win that series against the giants. They're kind of, they're kind of running out of arms. It, it seems like they used Julio Urias yesterday. Um, Max Scherzer said at the beginning of his outing, apparently he told Dave Roberts, like my arm feels kind of dead. 
Um, and, and we saw that in his outing, right? He, he did not last nearly as long as you normally expect Max Scherzer to last. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, that just, just kind of goes along with the point that the Dodgers put in a lot of work uh, into that series against San Francisco and now against Atlanta, they're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to find a way to throw everything they can at the Atlanta Braves now in order to win what appears to be another tough series for them. That is the absolute best part about this is that the Dodgers essentially had to pull out all the stops in order to beat the San Francisco Giants. And they barely did it right in a very close game in a very close series. They were able to pull out the win. It was a controversial ending, but to say the least, it was an amazing series. Uh, the first matchup between these two teams and I mean, it almost feels like the Dodgers have a little bit of a hangover. You're right. The Braves do have the home field advantage. So that is part of this as well. I think right. the Dodgers, I think Dave Roberts and the Dodgers overplayed their hand a bit just to get past the Giants. And now they're dealing with the lingering ramifications of that. A bullpen and a starting rotation that's kind of in disarray. You know, not, not, not something that they still can't get back on track, but something that he kind of played you know played the game with to the point where now he's he's left figuring out who's going to start when guys are going to start if guys are going to pitch on a couple of days rest instead of their normal you know uh, four or five days rest it's and and honestly it's it's going to be a tough series here against the Braves and if they make the World Series if they can make it past the Braves it's going to be a tough series in 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 the World Series so the Dodgers have a lot of managing here as far as their their arms are concerned. Their pitchers are concerned. And on the brave side, I mean, we haven't even seen Charlie Morton pitch yet, and he's the best pitcher on the entire Braves pitching staff, as far as I'm concerned. So the Braves haven't really even used all of their weapons just yet. Uh, yeah. Freddie Freeman has actually not played well at all so far. I think he's like 0 for 8 with seven strikeouts or something like that. He has really struggled uh, to this point in the uh, in the series. So. The Braves still have some weapons that they haven't really even tapped into yet. And I know you could say the same thing on the Dodgers side, right? Walker Bueller hasn't pitched uh, as of yet. Yes, of uh, Mookie Betts, uh, I don't think, has done a whole lot so far in the series. Which I think so, that's the that's the matchup tomorrow, right? Is uh, Bueller versus Charlie Morton, right? That's right. going to be a great pitching matchup. Yeah, no, that should be super fun to watch. But I don't know. I mean, Charlie Morton is is the best that the Braves have to offer. And with, I mean... If Charlie Morton can come out in game three and do what Charlie Morton has been doing for a good portion of the season, I mean, staring down a three, nothing deficit, even for the Dodgers. I mean, that's going to put that. I could put them in a really tough position. This is a must win game essentially for, for LA. I imagine the Braves aren't going to forget about what happened last year either when they had a team, a lead against the same team. Right. So I, I feel like, yes, there, there, there is sometimes very little you can do against a Dodgers team that is as potent offensively and has as many weapons, you know, still, like you said, in, in, in their bullpen and in their starting rotation. I just think that the Braves are definitely going to approach this, uh, you know, learning from their mistakes with, with the lead that they have. I just, I don't know. I mean, it, it feels like it's pretty good. We'll see how that ends up. On the other side, on the ALCS, we have the Red Sox and Astros tied at 1-1. Uh, again, another exciting series. The Astros definitely look like they've, of probably all the teams that are left, they are the teams that that seems like they're overcoming uh, 
uh, injuries and, and loss of personnel the most. And they're, they're still figuring it out. But I think this Red Sox team could easily take the series based on what we saw uh, in the game two. It's living up to the hype, uh, especially, you know, we expected this series to be high scoring and it has been that right. Uh, at least relative to what we saw, uh, what we've seen recently from some of the other series, five, four Astros in game one and then nine, five Red Sox in game two. It's been a lot of fun to watch just uh, just with all the offense. And and that was expected. I mean, these are two teams where the pitching staff is not exactly what you expect from teams that are meeting in the ALCS, right? The, the Red Sox kind of have Nathan Eovaldi and then Chris Sale, who's not really himself. And then after that, it's a little sketchy for the Red Sox. And on the Astros side, it, it's kind of equally sketchy. They don't really have a true number one, especially without Lance McCullers right now. Um, so these teams, as far as their pitching staffs go, or, you know, maybe not exactly uh, what you expect in the ALCS, but on the offensive side, Derek, I mean, these teams are about as good as you could possibly imagine. And that's made for some pretty fun baseball to watch as well. I think that's the the biggest part about the final four teams left right now in baseball is that any of them can win it. None of them would be surprising at this point. They've all, I think they've all, you know, suffered their fair share of injuries, loss of star players. You, you can't say that enough about the Dodgers. They don't have Max Muncie. Uh, you know, I, I think that no matter, and it's a marathon, right? That's what it comes down to this Dodgers brave series you you can sprint all you want past the the giants but that's just that's just a third of the way to to your end goal so you gotta gotta maintain a certain pace and it'll be interesting to see if the dodgers can kind of recover from all of that over management to win that series for all the flack that tori lavello gets i have to i have to give a shout out to dodgers fans in this time who somehow like like Dave Roberts is just the fall guy for everything in that organization. It seems like it seems like Dodgers Twitter is always, always clamoring about what Dave Roberts has done. And I mean, I guess I, I see it right. I mean, yesterday's game, the way that he's approached managing these last few games has been a little unorthodox in some ways. Um, but I saw a story that came out today, Derek, that basically said that Dave Roberts is not really making a lot of these decisions himself. Uh, a lot of these decisions in terms of, you know, what bullpen guys they're putting in what spots. A lot of this is coming from from higher ups, from people above Dave Roberts who are kind of feeding him instructions on how to play these different situations. So that's, I guess, part of modern baseball, right? The guys yeah. upstairs, you know, playing with the spreadsheets and whatnot. Those guys are having a say in this too. And I think that, you know, that's probably something Dodgers fans need to hear right now is it's not all your man, Dave Roberts, who's making these decisions. And I imagine when it comes to the Diamondbacks, it's probably similar. It's probably not all Tori Lovello making these decisions. I'm sure a lot of the things he's done throughout the year, you know, were, were at least informed by things that he's been told by people above him. I think that's definitely the case. I have personally uh, attacked and, and uh, completely unfairly blamed Dan Heron at times because. <laughs> yeah, Dan he has... Heron, oddly enough, is sort of a fall guy around here, too. Just he being the, the pitching strategist numbers the pitching guy. strategist. The problem is, is that these guys speak in code, right? So when you go to a Madison Bumgarner uh, or Mason Saunders interview, depending who he is that day, uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll hear weird things that he's not trying to give out too much information, but he'll, he's like such an honest person 
that he'll say something. Or, you know, it's like when we heard about Cattell Marte being asked about switching positions and him not sounding like he was a big fan of it, but basically saying, I'd, I'll do whatever the club asks me to do. When you say something like that, it's basically saying, I don't like it, but, you know, this is my job and my boss told me to do it, just like what you're saying. I feel like with some of the things Bumgarner said during the stretches where he was having difficulties, he made it sound like he was being given too much information. So that's why I speculate, like I said, unfairly, that Dan Heron might have something to blame with some of the troubles this pitching <laughs> staff has had. Mostly sure. because baseball at times is a very analytical game. Yes, you have to have these numbers, and yes, you have to know a lot of this information, tendencies, and all of that. That's why the shift works so well against certain guys and can completely ruin a batter's career based on the fact that they can't do anything but hit to the right side. You know, there's things with, uh, pitching analytics, obviously, that are important. You and I both play MLB The Show. We know how important the blue and the red zone is when we're looking at the strike zone and whatnot, <laughs> right? These are all things that are good. It's good information. But at the end of the day, it's still someone grabbing a, a ball in their hand and throwing it, you know, 90 feet away from them. And it, it, it takes me back to Paul Goldschmidt. Paul Goldschmidt mm. and his simplistic approach to batting, where he would just always say he was just trying to hit the ball hard. Right. 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 I know. I know things are more complicated than that, even for someone like Goldschmidt. He just doesn't feel like explaining it. The bigger thing for me is there seems to be a common thread with the D-backs pitching staff. And I don't know what that common thread is. The only common thread I can link anything to is Heron, because even Herges has only been here for two seasons. And yes, we saw the, the pitching staff definitely take a downturn with Heron, but it's not like they were elite prior to, you know, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, with Herges, but prior to Herges being here. It yeah. just makes me wonder at times if uh, the analytics might be a problem. I don't even know if Dan Heron's still around. He's yeah. one of those secret <laughs> things like the, yeah. the humidor that we don't even know if it still exists because they don't <laughs> talk about it, right? But, I mean, yeah. I, I could just see in a game like this, especially for some guys, right? You're right. Younger guys are growing up in an age of analytics, so they're probably way more used to it than old old timey cowboy guy, you know, riding his horse and wanting to just do his, you know, pitches pitches every five days and prep the way he knows how to prep and the way he's prepped his entire career. Yeah, uh, Matt Matt Hurgis is not a big analytics guy, so I think you're you're on point, and there's probably something else there, right? I don't think this is all coming from from Matt Hurgis. Um, but on your earlier note about MLB The Show, when, when you said that, I have th- I had this picture in my mind of, you know, all of the Diamondbacks advanced analytics people just playing MLB The Show, looking yeah. at, like, the, 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 you know, the red spots and the that's blue spots. That's a good move. You'd save think, so much time. Yeah, you know how much time those That's how they figure that? it out, Derek. That's, that's where all the Diamondbacks, you know, analytics guys spend their time. They're just playing MLB The Show – you know, Jesse, looking at the it, blue spots and the red spots. It and... doesn't take much to impress me. Let me tell you, I don't, it's not the <laughs> gameplay. It's not the improvements they made. It's not like, oh, it has a faster, faster refresh rate or, you know, the graphics are so much better on the PlayStation 5. You know, what gets me is that I can play like the live schedule on that. Yeah. yeah That's still, fun. as an adult <laughs> that has played baseball <laughs> games my entire life, who's 40, I still can't wrap my mind. How that's even possible. How that's I could cool. just go on and play the current day's schedule of baseball games uh, and, and have everything be up to date. The lineups are all set to the way that those teams are setting their lineups, batting averages, and guys suck in real life. They're sucking in the game. That's the way it is. So, 
It is uh, incredible. MLB the show is, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have to do a little little tournament at some point. Dave. For sure. Play. And I oh, think yeah. the team should save themselves a lot of trouble and just do exactly what we just said, right? Yeah. And absolutely. I think <laughs> you should save yourself a lot of trouble and go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The uh, DraftKings is NFL's official betting partner. And of course, you can get $200 in free bets for simply downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app using our code of PHNX and betting $5 on any team to win. As long as that team wins, you will get your $200 in free bets. Again, go Cardinals. You guys, I know you're listeners today and not viewers, and you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm holding up my Kyler Murray jersey right now. Uh, and I'm, I'm encouraging everybody to say go Cardinals because 6-0, and it's an exciting time. And man, they're really picking up the slack for the, what the D-backs did this season. So thank you, Arizona Cardinals. But again, use that code of PHNX, and you will get your uh $200 in free bets simply for betting $5 on any NFL team to win their game as long as they do winner winner chicken dinner that simple uh download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that code of PHNX 21 and over only Arizona only gambling problem dial 1-800 next step new customers only eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details and it's not just draftkings.com slash sportsbook that we want you to go to we want you to go over to gophnx.com Check out our work. I wrote a piece this past weekend on, you know, why everybody should just appreciate that game that we saw. I totally understand people's feelings on it. I started off my day uh, by dropping a big FU to Robert Ori just for fun on Twitter. That's how I started off my Monday. So I understand. That's you start being, every Monday, right, Derek? Pretty much. It's a good <laughs> It's a good way to start a Monday, Jesse. I will I will say this. Pettiness is totally okay with me. And I understand people not being excited about that series because as far as most D-backs fans were concerned, uh, it, they would have preferred a, a tie where both teams lost and the Braves just automatically went on to the World Series. However, I, I think that it should be appreciated for what it was, one of the best divisional rivalry series that we've seen in the playoffs in years and please if you would check that out see if you agree with me it's on gophnx.com you can become a member either 50 cents a month uh, or either month to month option where you'll get 50 cents for your first month or of course there's that annual membership uh, option i'm always talking about where you will get a free t-shirt you can go over to phnxlocker.com and get your free t-shirt i've even heard a little rumor because I mostly, you guys are getting this information mostly because I've been hyping up that Coyote shirt. But I heard a rumor that the Coyotes, uh, our low Coyotes group over there, is even going to hook you up with a gift card for the phnxlocker.com for signing up as an annual member on top of getting your free t-shirt. So wow. uh, check out check out that offer with those guys. And uh, as a matter of fact, check out all of our fine shows on the PHNX Network. I am happy to be a part of this today. I was on uh, three different shows because of how much I love Arizona sports. Oh my god! Uh, and mostly how much man, I love Derek. I, I like gambling, Jesse. I like gambling, and uh, <laughs> I took some losses. I jabbed back and got some wins this weekend, and I did that all on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, you can too, and use that code PHNX. But we have some more exciting news about an app or about convenience for you as a baseball fan. Not just can you use the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get your bets in. Not do what I did in Vegas, stand in some long, stupid line at the link waiting to put in a physical bet with some guy who was just going to just shame you. He just soup nazied me the whole way through my parlay and my order, right? But right now, per the New York Post, MLB is in talks to launch nationwide streaming service for home games without cable TV. 
And we're talking about no blackouts, Jesse. Oh no more blackout restrictions. No more, oh, I live in Las Vegas, and that's apparently too close to Chase Field for me to get games. Or no more <laughs> any of this stuff. There is so much nonsense with the blackouts. MLB, I think, 100% has shot themselves in the foot with how they restrict access to watching their sport. A sport, by the way, hate to break this to you, isn't very popular lately. So maybe, just maybe, this might be a step in the right direction to get everybody access to their favorite teams and to have no more of these nonsensical blackout restrictions. It honestly... If you'd asked me like even a year ago, honestly, if you'd asked me last week if the MLB would ever get rid of blackout restrictions, I would have been like, I mean, I'd like to think so, but probably not. Right. It, it just sure. kind of felt like this thing that's been around for years and years. Right. MLB.tv has never uh, given fans the ability to watch local games. And uh, and yeah, it just kind of felt like the the structure, the 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 you know way that this entire system works with the cable network sort of having all of the leverage, uh, it seemed like that was just something that would never change. And this is this is truly groundbreaking. I mean, if this is something that could happen, basically what's being proposed here is a streaming service um, that is essentially run by Major League Baseball. And there are some rumors that other leagues might want in on this too, so that maybe you could pay one price and get your local you know, MLB games, maybe NHL, NFL, NBA, uh, maybe a couple of those on top of that just for the price of one. Um, but the idea here, Derek, is that Valley uh, Sports Arizona, right, the, the, the um, network that carries Diamondbacks games and the Sinclair Broadcast Group, which owns all of the Valley networks, there's a whole bunch of them across the country, uh, they're in pretty deep water right now. Uh, they spent essentially way too much money when they acquired all of the regional sports networks from Fox, and now they're in a pretty tough spot. Um, and essentially what that's doing is it's giving Major League Baseball the leverage in this situation to actually kind of take this thing over. Um, and Major League Baseball is trying to essentially just take all of these rights away and make it their own and make it their own streaming service. And there's still some negotiations that have to happen here. Um, uh, the, the regional sports networks and Claire, they want to have control over the whole thing. Major League Baseball doesn't want them to have control over the whole thing. So there's still some details to work out here. But this is really exciting. I mean, they're talking about somewhere between like $10 and $20 a month, something in that range, uh, which I can speak from experience, Derek. I, I share a DirecTV stream account with my family members. And the only reason we have it is in order to watch you know, Bally Sports Arizona, essentially. It's it's only the local networks that we really care about. And it costs like a hundred bucks a month. So this would be a huge home run, even just for me and my family. And I know there's, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners probably do the same thing. Sometimes you kind of get roped into buying cable or buying some sort of a streaming service just because you want one thing. And, and this could be a real game changer for those people and give them a much cheaper option where they can just get what they want. It's so wild because you're right. Really, when I think about what we watch on TV, few things that I watch as television programs are, aren't are available on one of the streaming services that I also pay for on top of my DirecTV. Yeah. Right? I almost pay primarily for DirecTV because I want local news and sports which is absurd because i have the full package i have every yeah. channel at this point we all have like 12 different streaming subscriptions exactly kind of deal with it <laughs> well and when i go to some of them and i see the the 
availability of shows on there, right? Like the WWE network, obviously, me being a huge wrestling fan, I had that, and they condensed it down into Peacock, which is NBC's network. But then they also lowered the price on it to $4.99. And it doesn't work very well, especially during live pay-per-views. It's kind of atrocious. Uh, <laughs> they still don't let you like pause or rewind while you're uh, watching, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Direct TV stream. You're just yeah. live. Yeah. yeah. Things like that, that are just kind of silly that you should be able to do in, in 2021, you know, but uh, still it, it, it reduced my bill as far as what I was paying for that network in half. And it mixed it up with all of this great content from Peacock, right? That, I mean, just shows like I like and movies and stuff like that. I've just noticed that between the networks I have, I, I don't really have a need for TV. I don't even really watch a lot of things live anymore right. anyway. I typically watch it people do. recorded people on the DVR, right? Um, but sports, definitely watch live. And sports is my main reason for keeping it. So we'll see what happens with this. It's exciting. I think anything that kind of changes this hold that companies have over us to overcharge us for, you know, watching things we don't want to watch, right? Yeah. Like 350 channels that I don't need as opposed to the ones that I do, you know, and I still can't get Pac-12 Network, damn it. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to definitely change things. That's that's a game changer. And you know what else is a game changer, Jesse? manscaped manscaped.com is a game changer <laughs> it's going to change the game for you uh it's going to change everything for you uh, of course this halloween uh jesse do you know what's uh you know it's spookier than seeing a black cat on halloween halloween oh gosh having two hairy full moons and some nose hairs in your face son <laughs> now now i'm just reading the ad read you're gonna hear these and this is what's gonna happen when it comes to below the waist grooming get your man uh or get your get yourself shaved up i'm reading, I'm reading the female halloween ad and that's <laughs> never good um but you know get yourself hooked up this halloween with 20% off plus free shipping on manscaped.com using our code of PHNX. There is a whole array of products for you. And of course, there's a package for your package that you can get from Manscaped. Use our code of 20% off. You can get yourself the liquid formulations, uh, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver, ball reviver, ball toner, Jesse. Of course, we still need to have that talk, but spend the spooky season using the best tools for the job at Manscaped. And uh, don't forget, also, go over to DraftKings.com and use our code of PHNX, and you will get $200 in free bets for betting $5 on any NFL team as long as that team wins their game. So you pick a winner, you get your money from that bet, plus you get $200 in free bets. It's a $5 bet minimum, but you can bet more than that. Go bet on the Cardinals. I already told you to do that earlier. They're awesome, and so are you. So thank you guys so much for listening, and go check out DraftKings uh, Sportsbook app. Now, we got one more piece of breaking MLB yeah. news. What is all this breaking news, Talk Jesse? about game-changing, man. This man, one's bigger. This one is game-changing because this addresses a problem that we just discussed recently on the show, which is mental health and just kind of the treatment of minor leaguers in the baseball system, the way that minor league players kind of have to fend for themselves on these really minimal salaries and are expected to not only – you know, make it to a major league level with, with that little pay. But also I think overall, as I suggested, uh, how are you enticing the top athletes in the world that have an interest in baseball to come play when they hear 
about these conditions. Obviously, some kids get bigger signing bonuses than others. Some are drafted higher. But at the end of the day, to hear these stories would make me very concerned. Now, per Jeff Passan, breaking news, Major League Baseball teams will provide housing for minor league baseball players starting in 2022. Sources tell ESPN. Jesse, how big is this for baseball as a whole? This is huge, man. I mean, it it literally, Jeff Passan's article starts out amid mounting pressure from players and advocacy groups, right? Like the, the Major League Baseball has had no choice but to hear the cries of many people out there have been talking about this issue for a while and they've responded and, and owners, it says in this article, voted unanimously to put this plan in place. So it is it is great to see Major League Baseball coming out and supporting minor leaguers in this way. Um, and I know, you know, I mean, minor league baseball players, obviously we talked about last show, they're not necessarily bringing in thousands and thousands of dollars for the right. organization, but this is just, this is just a good thing to do. All right. I mean, give these guys just a place to live and, you know, I mean, they're not going to be living super lavishly by any means, right? Sure. You're not necessarily yeah. making their life like overly comfortable or anything. Um, but it's just a, it's just a great thing to do, right? Essentially, this this requires Major League Baseball to either give players a living stipend um, that they can use to find housing themselves or to just directly provide that housing themselves for the players. Um, and this is just an it's just a great it's just a great situation. And honestly, there's really nothing. There's really no bad side of this. Right. I mean, it's just great for everyone involved. It hopefully gives players a more comfortable situation where they can they can just thrive and, you know, hopefully become the players that they're really capable of being. When we talked about the salaries that we brought up the other day, we were talking about single A players making $10,000 a year. I understand we broke it down in the five months that they perform and all of that, but still $10,000 to $14,000 a year is not a livable wage. And I don't really, I can't really wrap my mind around Again, as we talked about neglecting your investment like that, when these kids are supposed to be the future of your organization and the future of this sport, right? Right. This this move makes all the sense in the world, and it feels absolutely like the right thing to do. It's a shame that we had to have, you know, people go through what they've gone through to tell those stories that have affected this, right? The article we talked about in our uh, on our show last week was about you know, mental health issues and how there have been multiple players that have attempted suicide based on their conditions and just, you know, being it, being in the situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. I mean, it, we literally talked about this, like, like at the end of last week, I don't know if, I don't know if major league baseball's commissioners, you know, and the owners are all listening. It's, to our podcast, no, that's but... <laughs> exactly what it is. They're, they're listening. They heard us out. They were like, you know what? This mayor guy's onto something. I'm going to tell you guys right now. I don't want a job. I know it's a thankless job in baseball. So I don't, don't come offering me any kind of position to manage this situation for you. It's not <laughs> happening. I will consult for very, very high fee, but I uh, will not take in on any kind of responsibility. Baseball seems to be a mess. I don't even know how to get out of it. I mean, I would start with Saturday morning cartoons about players and shit like that. I wouldn't even know where to start <laughs> building a new fan base, getting them out of the situation. I've noticed people really don't like the changes that have made been made to the game. I for one appreciate like extra inning games going faster with some of the changes and such. Right. But really what it comes down to it. And again, I'm going to reference wrestling here is 
After a while, when Vince McMahon and the WWE treat people bad for so long, especially you as a fan, feel bad watching that thing anymore, right? Yeah. I was at a bar today that my friend started texting me about how a story just broke a few days ago on it and how they have like multiple reports of mistreating their female employees. I didn't feel like finishing, like I didn't feel like staying there anymore. I finished up right. my beer, I paid, yeah. and I left. Like things like that kind of can make you not want to support that thing. And the treatment of minor league players and the treatment of, of a lot of people in the baseball system is enough at times to make certain people walk away from not want to, you know, support it, not want to be a part of it. I know a lot of people that cared very deeply about the players that they watched and met at the Arizona fall league. And to see some of those players go through what they went through, not making it to the majors and everything that how, how their careers were kind of, you know, bobbled by the, by the teams that they played for the organizations that they were a part of broke the hearts of the fans. I knew that like, you know, fell in love with these players as rafters or, you know, any of these other uh, AFL yeah. teams. It's, it, it's it is a situation where not only can you make it where players don't want to play the game, but you can also turn fans off with that that treatment. This is again just like the cable TV situation. This is a step in the right direction to making baseball a better game and and doing right by the people that essentially, you know, pr- bring in the fans and and give you a product. There's been, I mean. I think there, there's been a lot of uproar about both of these issues, really. I mean, the minor league baseball, you know, how, how they've been treated. That's been an issue for a long time. The blackout restrictions thing. I mean, I feel like I've been hearing about that for more than a decade. I have a I t-shirt mean, about it, Jesse. I have a yeah, t-shirt yeah. about blackout restrictions <laughs> sucking. It's incredible. What are you going to do with that t-shirt, Derek? I'm going to still, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like good old times. I'm going to wear it. and I'm going to remember when we did have blackout restrictions <laughs> and how terrible they were. It, uh, it sounds like MLB.TV will continue under this plan and will still have blackouts. Uh, it's just that there will be this additional service that is also offered that gives you access to your local team. So I get maybe your shirt is still semi-relevant for, for the people who only have MLB.TV for whatever reason. You know what? I know how much you're going to hate this, so I'm going to give you one more connection here to WWE, and that is the people <laughs> that designed the MLB TV are the same ones that designed the WWE network. It was the oh, same wow. company behind both, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, both seem to work pretty well as far as accessibility. I think uh, obviously there's no blackout restrictions with pro wrestling. So that was the big culprit with the MLB, you know, with wow. MLB TV. But I did enjoy, I, I like MLB TV's access to clips and finding things easily. I like the accessibility of it. There's a lot of things to like, and there's a lot of things to build on. It seems like a simple way to allow people to pay the money for the the service and get to watch whatever goddamn team they want to like that's really what it should be at the end of the day whether you live in hawaii or you live in alaska or you live in phoenix and you want it to watch the diamondbacks you should be able to watch your team no matter what and you know that's it's as simple as that it's crazy to think that it ever became anything other than that especially when you talk about a streaming subscription service that's supposed to give you access to every major league baseball game essentially that's televised it's it's just crazy what the price tag is right yeah i mean oh yeah the the problem is that you know it's out there you can like you can watch diamondbacks games if you live in phoenix 
but the only way to do it is to pay basically a minimum of a hundred dollars a month because you yeah. have to get the entire cable subscription or the entire direct TV stream subscription. Correct. And there's just no way around that. And that's just yeah. a huge barrier to people being able to be fans of their local teams. When the, when the threshold that you have to reach is a hundred dollars a month just to have access to watch those games. So this is, this has the potential to be huge for baseball. Absolutely. Uh, and also what's huge for baseball, this podcast, y'all, I'm hoping you guys are enjoying what we're putting out. Uh, you can go over to gophnx.com again, sign up for either an annual membership or one of those month to month jobs. You'll get your first month for 50 cents. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, I don't know how that's possible because this is an audio is only possible, I'm just shut up, shut up. <laughs> we're just, you know, we're going with it. Uh, Go download one of your favorite apps and subscribe to us there. Obviously, you're probably already listening to us on one of those or on Megaphone. So if you're doing that, uh, subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Go over to YouTube. Subscribe to PHNX Sports over there. Uh, sign up for notifications. You'll get all of the wonderful array of Arizona sports shows that we have to provide from the Phoenix Suns podcast that was super hot today talking about DeAndre Ayton not getting his his extension to the Cardinals which I appeared on today talking about an incredible win against Cleveland Browns uh one I am calling a very surprising but confidence building win in a team that absolutely was not at 100% still found a way to dominate the Cleveland Browns that are a good team. So all sorts of great content over there. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman, but all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. You can follow them on Twitter. You can follow them on Facebook and you can follow them on Instagram. Jesse, I look forward to watching so much more baseball with you. And I like these changes. I think it's going to make it happen even more. So you come down here, though. I want You come down here, you can sign up for it, and then you don't have to worry about blackout restrictions when you get back down to Phoenix. Uh, thank you, guys. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when you bet on it.